0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 22nd. This is Channeling Amelin, which is an organic process created by me for me, Amalyn, in a way to align with my highest expression of self. I started the podcast for accountability, and I keep doing it because it works. Um, <laughs> this isn't a product, it's not a service. It's just a documentation of a life lived. Um, I'm hoping that as I do my inner work, I can inspire other people to take time out of their external expressions to check in with themselves as well. Um, the more that we align with our true expression before we go out in the world and create, I think the more that we are true to our values, our calling, our purpose, our expression. So. Um, today is Tuesday the week of Thanksgiving Um, my students yay have the day off from attending in person they're gonna be doing have you done that (laughs) work from home tomorrow we all know that you don't have to do homework tomorrow it's just the day before Thanksgiving so it would be insane not to have the day before Thanksgiving off to me So, because I believe that, I definitely am offering that to my my students, right, or the community that I'm in. I'm just like, hey, you guys, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Everybody's like, you know, you gotta cook, you gotta buy stuff, you gotta organize, you gotta do stuff. A lot of my um, students are working, (laughs) so it's like today is the day for me to do what all of they will be doing tomorrow, like. I've got to do laundry, I've got to, you know, um, still stop at the store and grab some things before we leave on our Thanksgiving trip. And um, it's a week of excitement for all of us, I think. I have been kind of asking if people go home. Like, I don't know what Thanksgiving does, you know, what people do in Thanksgiving all over the world. So the more I ask, the more I learn. And, like, Allie, she couldn't make it for our trip um, up North, and she said she 's basically just going to get some meat, get some food, enjoy her evening alone and I was like, "What? <laughs> seems crazy to me the whole world's going to be together and she's like, uh, well, she 's not really choosing to be alone. There are some things the reason why she can't come but uh but I realize that is happening all over right There are people that are just going to have a meal it 's not this huge gathering so in perspective of that i am um, with gratitude that i get to be with my community and we get to gather and have fun and and learn from each other that's my favorite part of community you learn about yourself and relationships so we're going to hang out and have a good old time to everybody else if you're not meeting with your family then um, you can have a good old time, too, right? It's just meaning-making. We make a day a day, but it could be any day. You could be with your family next week, and it could still feel like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is just a label. I don't even, I mean, we're definitely not celebrating the old pilgrim kind of storyline anymore. (laughs) We've learned about that one, right? Uh, We don't celebrate genocide. Oh, what else? it's on my mind this week. Uh, The new ed tech company that I'm playing with, it's really exciting. Today I get to see the inside of their product. So I saw the marketing, I saw their vision, I know what they're doing, and now I get to experience it as the learner. And um, my goal is to share that opportunity with others. It's almost like going to be if I think about how is this metaverse for teens and young adults going to be built because I don't have the resources like meta to just sink tons of money into building something right and I don't really want to build it I want the teens and young adults to be active in the industry and start building their own vision of stuff um, so this product um, or I think it's a service right so it's more of a service. It's Helping 11 to 16 year olds with project-based learning so very very important in my own on the metaverse space that we're helping people become creators and not just followers and then also that um, we're helping them use the skills that they want to use to make the impact they want to use I believe that the the industrial line of learning is not necessary anymore and um, I can show up and lecture to a class of you know, 300, or we can collaborate with 300 people and, um, and use technology to help our reach and our support and our organization and all of those kind of things. And I'm, and I'm so much more on the, on the level of helping many one-on-one and um, in their own individualized way rather than making everybody follow one pathway that's what's going to get us to this metaverse space it is individualized learning plans as i say but programs and then um talking to my family so i have a lot of business people in my family and they're very successful with their businesses and i am terrified of running my own business um one because (laughs) i've messed up in the past just on the you know administration part of it and um my skill set isn't that high, but with talking with them, there's a lot of things that I can do to make it seamless on my side of the interactions with business, right? So ultimately, I'm looking at a DAO for our community, so I don't have to worry about too much things there. But even financially, like, I gotta go back to QuickBooks and all that stuff from in my Intuit days. And, and I was like, oh, this is not stuff that I enjoy. But it's stuff that's necessary for the legs of the community that we're building as we build it. You need energy to build stuff. Energy is finances and human consciousness, right? Our own capital, our own um, resources, our own labor. Um, And yeah, that is all coming into play so we can continue to build. Yay, EdTech. Groups, you are doing the work, love it. You know what it is? Is they're builders. I don't think I'm a builder. I have to partner with builders. That's what Onyx, Logo Life, all, um, and now Power Club. All of them, they're builders, and they share a vision that I share. So I want to keep, you know, collecting <laughs> the the groups that are doing the work that um, I believe in, and then sharing that with the community. You know, it's almost like it's becoming an influencer, but I've never thought of myself as an influencer. I'm a narrator, I'm a guide, I'm a mystic, right? And that is a matter of I'm walking a path and as I walk that path, anybody I happen to come across, I'm gonna help on their, on their path as well. Not help them conform to my path, help them on the journey that they're on that we happen to be um, together at the moment in time on that journey. So that's my ramble. I don't even know where my brain goes. I'm just dumping it out. But This is everything that's on my mind right now. Um I have so many chores to do too. Uh, ah, I have to do laundry, I have to go to the store yet, I have to pack, I have to, you know, make sure my cat's all set up with everything that every she needs and uh that kind of stuff is on my mind. What is that? Task oriented things? Do this, do this, do this. Those are like that's chop wood, carry water, kind of, but it's not. It's with the urgency of excitement of something coming. Yeah, I have to take care of my <laughs> I have to do my chores, but now I get to do them to prepare for something cool. So that's good. I guess I don't have anything on my mind. My brain is a little bit whacked. Um, when I say whacked, I mean it's not centered. Because I was doing my breathing this morning And I got into the space between my thoughts, but even that space, it's just like, how can I explain it? It's like leaves falling, right, in autumn. You know how all the leaves just fall to the grass and they just pile up there? I feel like that's how my brain, it's not cleared, but it's not like active as much as it's just kind of falling and settling. There's a lot of stuff just falling and settling into place. So, let me describe the process that I do for my inner work. Imagination, visualization, and creativity is my process. It's just the way my brain works. Um, imagination is what I'm tuned into the most. So, I don't live my life externally as much as I do internally. So, I'm not looking for the television or my peer groups or uh, a society to learn how to behave or learn how. I mean, I am obviously. I'm not living in a vacuum. But um, intentionally, I'm looking inward for how I should show up. And I'm um, putting my mask on less and less, right? So um, I was listening to this stuff about neurodivergent stuff. And uh, obviously, I think we're all neurodivergent. I don't know what this normal model that we think everybody is. It's like, oh, you're normal. I'm not. I don't think any of us are, are normal, right? I don't think that we're carbon copies of anything. Um but imagination is is my mind. I don't know, call it daydreaming, call it you know prayer, call it meaning making, call it, yeah, imagination is the best I got. um and with imagination, I love it because my stories don't have to stay the same, right? Like I can say oh i'm I'm talking to you know my spirit guides. I don't know if that's true, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a story for me. It's the same as, like, my God or something. Or um, or just my um, consciousness, right? Say what it is. What's your imagination? Where do you go to get the data you don't have? That's where I go. And then um, the second thing is visualization. It's how I receive the information from my imagination. <laughs> so as I'm going through my day... There's a movie playing out in my head at all times, and um, I actually have to push that movie aside a lot to be present. Um, So it's almost like the Truman Show could be playing in my head while I'm living it, and I can kind of see it as I go. Yeah, yeah, that's my imagination. So whatever the Truman would want to do, it would first show in his imagination, and then he would do it. Yeah, that's what I would do. Hope that makes sense imagination visualization is how i get the data i see it um and then creativity is how i express it i go i get new information and then i um i see it it comes to me i interpret it and creatively um, narrate it i share it with the world i use it as a tool for my own um, development I use it to inspire my creations or ideas for the metaverse. Um, I use it to help me connect things that aren't normally connectable, right? Different ideas I can bring together. Um, Yeah, imagination, visualization, creativity. That's what it is. So using visualization, I guess I have a bit of a ritual where I get into my space. First, I spend time alone. This is not done in a group. I'm doing my inner work. I'm sitting in a co-working conference room right now because it's the only place I can find that's quiet. (laughs) And um, I just ramble, like you saw. And then I, um, when I get into the space, centering. Centering for me is all breath work. The only place that my imagination shows up is between the thoughts in my head. So in order to get to that space, I have to ride my breathing. I don't know how to explain that. Um, My breathing slows down my mind. It slows down my system. And with that slowed space, I have more time to focus between my thoughts. And that's where my imagination comes. So I'm sitting on the floor right now, and then I just cross my legs. That's what's comfortable for me. And then I use four, seven, eight breathing. Breathe in for a count of four, hold it for a count of seven, breathe out for a count of eight. I do that about three or four times until I get into the zone. (laughs) And then I walk through my imagery to make sure I have all the tools available to me, and then I do the work. So here we go. Here's my imagery. So I'm sitting in the trunk of a tree and um, beneath my butt the roots of the tree ground me deep into uh, the present moment right so i am having a human experience if i live too long in my imagination you know I i don't know what happens i just don't engage in this world so i put down roots to remind me to ground back into this human experience i do not live in my imagination though it is extremely blissful I live in the reality of more contrast. <laughs> so Roots of the Tree, hope you remember that. Um, and then right through my body, I have a white light that goes up as far as you can see and then down into the earth. And that's about alignment. Um, it reminds me that my expression is it's in its highest form when it's in balance. Uh, my character, right, um, loves extremes. So my alignment is about um, reining my character in to that balance. I have tools that I use in the treetops of the trees. So on the left-hand side, I have unconditional positive regard or unconditional love. Unconditional positive regard is I respect you as much as I respect myself. We can only love, we can only do unto others that which we do unto ourselves, right? So um, I love you as much as I love me. And I love things as much as I love my expression, right? Like external expressions as much as my internal expression. We'll say that. And what unconditional love allows me to do is allow things to exist as they are without me feeling the need to control them or judge them. <laughs> and I am witnessing I am not um, trying to control. That's basically it. And then, um, because this, the movement of imagination, by the way, is not you controlling things. It's an allowing. And, and the more that you allow in your life things to happen, the more that um, you open up into the space of the unknown, right? You're allowing things to unfold. You're allowing for new things to be created. That requires unconditional love. Faith and Surrender are the other tools that I use. So faith is about my path. I walk my path because I have faith that my path is in my highest good. That's where I put my faith. We don't do things without faith. Humans need to believe in something. I don't believe in the narratives of others anymore. Um, I believe that I am able to guide my life from the inside out in my highest good. That's what I have faith in. So my life unfolding, I have faith in. If I continue to listen to the highest expression of self, I will have the expression that I want in life. It takes work, but um, yeah, so that's uh, my path of faith. In order to stay on my path of faith, I have to surrender anything not on my path. So I have to choose things that are in my expression of today and not do other things. Um, my roommates came home uh, the other day. They had all gone out onto, into the town, right, for um, celebrations. And I don't do that anymore. I don't live that lifestyle. I'm not going out drinking and, and trying to see and be seen. Or I don't know what people are doing out in the club anymore. When I was going out to the club, believe me, I had a one mission. <laughs> and it was not my highest good. <laughs> it was in my highest distraction. And... Um, And when they came back and were telling the stories, I was like, you know what? I am very grateful that I surrendered that expression when I did, because it is so not me anymore, right? Um, My path of faith is what has me making decisions based on alignment of that. And then surrender is the things that I'm moving away from because I am no longer that expression. So my ego is something that is my programming, my rituals, my habits, everything that makes the AMLIN that the world interacts with is a program. And um, I call it my ego. You can call it Fred, whatever you want. But it's just an, I have an intention. I'm going to not listen to my programs. I'm going to remove them out of the way and be open to the imagination, surrender to that space, and let go of my monkey mind or the the meanings that are already been made and if i remove my ego i don't argue with myself as much when i start to show up in an argument i can feel it and it's almost like two people it's me right but it's almost like my imagination or the character of my imagination which is the highest expression of who i am the future state of me is arguing with the present state because the present state has data that um, is still interfering with the possibility, where the future expression of me doesn't have that conflict, right? So removing my ego lessens the contrast between where I am and where I'm going, between the the knowing of me that I am in today and the knowing of me that I'm being informed of by my future self. (laughs) But <laughs> well, when I hear myself talk like this, I'm like, what the fuck, javelin? This is weird. It's okay. Hey, if I wanted to be anything in this lifetime, it would have been weird. Mm all right here we go I'm just gonna get in the space and do it now is there anything else that I'm forgetting oh what's in my highest good to know today and our highest good so I say "our" because my intention again is that what I do in this world is in the highest good of myself and everybody that interacts with me I can't choose who I'm gonna interact with based on who um, comes across my presence right but it's my intention that without even knowing who might come across my presence, that what I do will heighten their life experience. And that's my intention. Do I get it every time? No. But because I have the intention, um, it shows up more than not. Okay, I'm going to take a breath and we're going to do all this. Here we go. Uh, four, seven, eight breathing. Breathe in for a count of four, hold it for a count of seven, breathe out for a count of eight. A couple times, I'll do that about three. In my imagery, and I'll just start to narrate with puts deep into the earth, alignment, unconditional positive regard, faith and surrender, let me remove my ego out of the space, I'll pick you up later. All right, so what's an our highest good to know today? What's an our highest good? And then I'm just going to look and narrate whatever shows up. I'm getting like a plastic plate, uh, like a styrofoam plate. I feel like this is a picnic, so there's a red and white um blanket checkered blanket laid out and i'm I'm hyper focused right now on these styrofoam plates i can see the ridges i can almost feel what they're made of you know it's like this intense pressure that pushed this together into this form Mm. It's weird, but I can taste the plate. Like, if, <laughs> if you were to put this plastic kind of styrofoam plate, I don't know what it is, in your mouth, you would know that it feels like. It's like peanuts, right? Like packing peanuts. And I, I can feel it on my teeth. I can feel all that. What's the significance of this plate? Mm. It's almost like tuning into that, which we don't normally recognize. Um, so <laughs> I totally get this. So I would never think about a plate and about how it's made up and the experience of it and all of those, like the, the level of detail that I'm tuning into this plate is something that in my day-to-day, I just wouldn't even consider doing. I don't know if I wouldn't consider doing because I don't see it as a means to an end or because I was just not tuned in, fascinated by that element, right? So um, it's not random. Why am I noticing the plate now? Okay, so that's what I get up right away is that this is an intentional unfolding of the plate. Okay, I don't know what that means, but intentional. So I'm desiring to see it now. All right, let's look at the plate. I'm desiring to see it now. Ooh, okay, so I feel a frustration. Ooh, maybe this is ed tech stuff. So here's this feeling. So now that I'm looking into this Product, Uh uh-huh, yes, I get where this is going. What's in my head is like all of a sudden I'm looking at these ed tech products, right, these learner-facilitating products, learning-facilitated products, learning products to facilitate learning. (laughs) I'm looking at them like this plate, right? So hyper-focused things show up that I haven't been aware of, okay, and I'm trying to understand it, and the first experience that I have is frustration. Why? It's all new to me. Oh, okay. So I don't know what makes a styrofoam, and immediately I need to know. Why do I need to know? Oh, because I don't know. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Ooh, this might be an issue because when I start to learn a product, I need to know everything about it. There's almost like a perfectionist energy to it where I'm like, and how does this work? 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 Um. And so I'm getting that experience from the styrofoam plate, right? My brain is going, well, how does that work? How did they press it? How does it stay together? How do they preserve it? How does it, like, there's so many questions about it in my mind, oh, that I can't truly be with it. I don't know what that means. So many questions in my mind that I can't truly be with it. Oh, I'm not experiencing it. I'm trying to understand it. I'm trying to reverse engineer how they got that process much more than just what is my experience with the process. Ew, that doesn't make sense. Oh, it's the need to know over the experience. I'm not being present. Ah. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Uh Okay, so the way, what I'm getting from this, just the overall kind of sentiment about this is this is requiring so much more of my focus than I've done before. A different type, not, not more of, right away, it's not more, it's different. So more was, I wanted to understand everything, but really what it is, is use the plate, experience it. I don't need to know all the molecules in it. But I'm curious, but I really want to know why. Because I want to know what's not known. Oh, okay. So my curiosity is to go and find out that which is unknown. Oh, well, yeah, that's just my character. But do I have to do it in all aspects? Well, okay, yes, no, no, I don't, I don't. Because what they did is they brought me a pen. And they're like, are you gonna use this pen and just experience it? Or are you gonna to try to break it down and figure out the molecules um, involved in the ink and the structure and how it was printed and blah, blah, blah. And, oh no, die casting, oh my gosh, that could take me years. I'm like already pulled into that. And it's not about the usage, it's about the components. So it's kind of like not seeing the forest through the tree or something like that, tree through the forest. No, it's opposite. I get focused, hyper focused on a tree. How did this tree grow? What was the environment that it grew in? How girth is it? La, la, la. And I forget my intention is to experience the forest. Okay. Ah, ah. I totally see this. This is like, and this is um, one of my character patterns. Is again when I and I have a frustration it shows up in my being as frustration the energy that I label is frustration because I'm trying to seek out the unknown and I spend a lot of my efforts drilling into the unknown and I don't know why the why is because I'm uncomfortable not knowing oh uh-huh. so <laughs> Okay, so the imagery that I got all of a sudden is me in a laboratory with a lawnmower, and I'm like taking the lawnmower apart, and I'm analyzing every object of it, and it's like, but you don't need to be in the laboratory analyzing the lawnmower. Go freaking mow the lawn. (laughs) Okay. The reason why I laugh so much is I totally see this. It's so clear that when I interact with somebody that has an ed product, I dive too much into the details of it, and I need to inst- instead embrace the tool and use it. So my role is not in the laboratory dissecting all of these. My role is how do we take this product as it's created and utilize it for the best manicure of the yard. You know what I mean? Like how do I take this lawnmower per se, and instead of trying to break it down and understand each product, part um which does benefit me in my processings because if i know the capabilities of something then i can push those capabilities to the limit right i can really use that tool if i understand it but it's just the way that i'm doing is like going and and measuring each side of the bolt right it's like the level of detail that i'm doing it is like a craftsman trying to create something, but that's not my creation. My creation is utilization of like the paintbrush. I don't need to make the paintbrush, I need to use the paintbrush. I need to help other people use the paintbrush. Oh, duh. You know what, I totally feel this too, because this is what I did um, with CK2, Is I got too much into trying to understand things and I was resisting just using it. Why? Mm. It's just that. It's just the unknown. I wanted to know. I wanted to know. And not for any reason other than knowing brings me comfort. And the messaging I'm getting right now is that comfort's not necessary. Sure, it's nice to have. It feels good. But it's not necessary. And it's a distraction. Ah, damn it. That's the thing. It's a distraction from my purpose. My purpose is to help learning, not build Okay, what else? Mm. Okay. So basically, yeah, now I'm instead of like breaking up the plate, analyzing it, I'm trying to see who out there wants a plate. So I'm like, oh, this guy. (laughs) So this whole movie of people sitting in a park is playing out, and some people have plates and some don't. So there's this person eating a chicken leg that's, like, covered in barbecue sauce, and they're holding it there, right? And they're looking around going, like, okay, where do I place this? Well, I got a plate in my hand. Here you go, right? There's actually this woman that is hot, and I can see her with her sweat and all of that, and obviously I have a plate in my hand. Here, use this as a fan. You know, it's like I'm instead of trying to understand the plate, i'm seeing needs and i have a tool where can that tool go to meet that need you know it's um uh, i was looking at the trees and it's saying zoom out notice what the forest is doing um how can i better serve the forest not the tree yes it's not oh not the tree by like taking apart the shovel yeah Interesting. So all I'm getting now, it's like a, um, how do you say this? Like a stroke, not a stroke, spotlight. There you go. The spotlight is changing. So where I was, there was a need for it, but it wasn't in um, the tool understanding. It was in, what was this lesson then? Okay, hold on. I know what this lesson is now, right? Focus on utilization and problem solving and not so much on trying to reverse engineer a product because I don't care how it was made to be honest. I mean, I do because the utility and the data and all that stuff I need to understand in the behind because it impacts the doing, it impacts the usage of it but I don't need to know like, how long each screw is. Yes, okay. So it's the amount of focus that I'm putting on the product is not as necessary as it is to solve a problem with a known product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're showing me like, um, a tire right flat on the side of the road. I'm not going to take out the tire and be like, what's the safety measures, blah, 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 blah. I've kind of went through that before, and now the time to just use it. So I wouldn't have bought the tire if I was worried that it wouldn't be safe. I had confidence in where I'm going to get that tire is um, adequate, right, for my needs. And I've carried it around for all this time, and now it's needed to be used. So now I need to use these tools rather than choosing them or other things. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I'm getting a lot of tulips. Behind me on the right-hand side, I don't know what that means. But I'm like sitting in this garden with a picnic blanket right now. But behind me on the right is there's all these tulips popping up. Uh, What's the significance of tulips? Mm. Something very particular. I don't know what they mean, but something, the meaning of tulips is what I'm getting. But I don't know what that means, so I'm going to have to look it up. I don't know what tulips stand for, but symbolism. Something about tulips. Um, and about the positioning, back, right. Something about back, right, tulips. lips. I don't know what that means. Can you give me a little bit more? Uh, there's something I want to say precious about this flower that sets apart from other flowers, but I don't know what it is. Maybe in the way that it's cared for. There's something very specific in doing something with this flower that I'm trying to tune into, and I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about gardening. Um, but it's not necessarily gardening. It's the symbol of tulips. Pink, purple, yellow. I see them all. What do they mean? Here we go. It's cultivating, like I'm cultivating tulips. That's all I'm getting, and I don't know what that means. So anyway, it's back, right? Cultivate tulips. right, how do you cultivate tulips what's the special thing about tulips, I'm just going to leave that next, what else this is, so I just got a snapshot like if you took a Polaroid of the imagery in my head, it was like, it's like captured for later, I don't know what I mean, but I'm like on um, this imagery might come up again, so I have, this is me (laughs) Well, I'm like, (laughs) move your ego, but I want to explain. Okay, Um, I'll move my ego. I don't need to explain, I need to experience. Ooh, ow, that hurt. I don't need to explain, I need to experience. Say it again, I don't need to explain, I need to experience. That's such a different energy. Explaining is observing and narrating it. Experiencing is doing and being in it. There's not a narration of the experience in the moment. The narration can come after the experience, but in the moment, it's the observance of the experience. The narration is documenting what has happened or what will happen, but when it's happening, there's no narration. Maybe this is like just the way I do my work, so a lot of the times I'm narrating that which exists in my head, right? So I'm narrating out into the world, here's what the visions are, here's what it is. (laughs) So this little voice. In the back of my head, I don't know if it's me. I don't think it's in my highest good. It's kind of a little nagging one. And it's like, and do you think that's the best expression? <laughs> that was my judgment self, though, right? It was like, yeah. And do you think that's awesome? Do you think that's the most highest good? It's a judgment. It's not right or wrong, but yeah, that's funny. Okay, let's tune back in. All right, so I'm just going to step into this. That's what I keep feeling is like this Polaroid goes in my back pocket, and I'm going to step into the picture, if that makes sense. I don't know what that means. But I'm going to immerse myself into a dimensional experience. I don't know what that means, but I'm like, some yeah. I get it. I get it. It's a new picture that I'm going into because it's a new expression that I'm going to have. And that expression is not always the expression that I had. It is one that will unfold in being in the present moment, which is not necessarily a narration. Uh, Wait, so am I changing my skill set? No, I'm changing my focus of expression. Wait, I'm not not changing my skill set. I'm changing my focus of expression. So my focus of expression was storytelling, telling the story as it unfolds. And now my expression is um, experiencing. Oh, okay. I'm I'm okay with that. It's basically like being in the laboratory versus going out into the real world to prototype it, right? Um, That's what they're saying is go out now. Out there. No laboratory. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's bringing tears to my eyes because i feel it so profoundly that this is kind of my pattern right and it's very just aware that what's happening now with the unfolding of things it's like now it's time i i thought it was time before but maybe it wasn't i'm out now by the way my eyes have opened up they're so full of water like just fluid um i get it (laughs) But that's where I feel that I am now, right? So these relationships, as they continue to build, and I keep becoming aware of other people that are working on this problem and and this project, um, yeah, obviously, um, I'm dissecting and discovering and investigating and observing when I was trying to know. But the message I get now is, I know, get to work. (laughs) And my work is not necessarily just to narrate all the details of this object, it's about to use it, to experience it um, and experience it with my community. That kind of feels good. You know why? Because it clarifies what I'm doing. It's almost like they said, okay, change the page. That's all. I've been doing this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this. And right now it said, get ready to turn the page. And I'm like, okay, am I cool with that? Yeah. Do I know how to do that Yes have I been doing that? no <laughs> Oh dang clarity <laughs> um, so doing my inner work that's it that's all the lesson that's it this is the process it took me what I got up got my coffee at nine o'clock it's 951 and i'm done and i can go about my day um knowing that i'm going to focus on the experience in my onboarding today or going through the process not focused on the nuts and bolts (laughs) not observing how it was made i'm trying to focus on how it is used how it can be used for problem solving (laughs) This I can do. Okay, I feel kind of good. Like, it's like sitting down with my, a business manager, right? And they're saying, okay, now in your process, you're going to do this. It's like my, my Russ, right? <laughs> Russ is a strategist, a business strategist. And when I talk to him for some reason, he has the ability to put my logs in a in row, right? Like the chaos, he can help me clarify it. I just got that from myself i was able to clarify my next step and when you have clarity you can do it you can do it all right cool